Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm exhausted. Oh, a long day, huh? A long day, a long weekend ahead of me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we decided you guys to do it on a Friday because it's going to be a busy, busy weekend. My sister is getting married next weekend, so... I'm okay. So, um, yeah, this weekend we got rehearsals and stuff, so... Nice. Yep, yep, yep. It's been long awaited since he proposed back in December, so... Oh, that's nice. Yep. So Nice time of year to have it, too. Not too hot. Yeah, and it's outdoor. So we also are hoping for decent weather here next weekend. So mm-hmm. we'll see. And then the following weekend, I'll be back down in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a lot of stuff going on. Listen, but the show must go on, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, you guys, to our early edition of CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this week is the week of the 6th through the 10th. Yes. And um, <clears throat> normally I have a summary ready for you know, each show like I do every weekend, but since it's early, I don't have the, the summary out yet, so we just go wing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and look, normally I have, we'll have watched the shows every episode this week at least twice before Saturday, but considering we're doing it on Friday, I have I didn't do that, so I might be fuzzy on some details, so bear with hey, me. Hey, listen, we're we going to get through it, right? Okay, <laughs> yes. So don't worry about it. All right. So, um, okay, so this week, what we normally do, guys, before we get started, is we'll recap The Young and the Restless at the beginning, and then at, uh, at the second half of the show, we do The Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, we do something called flip the script, where if there's a particular storyline or a particular scene that we wish we could change or do differently, this is where we flip that script. Right. All righty. So um, let's see. We had a few storylines on The Young and the Restless, so we're going to go ahead and get started on that one. We had the storyline with this back and forth cat and mouse between Adam and Sally. Then we had the this whatever is going on. Look like they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with Phyllis between Nick and Jack. Yes. And then look like they were trying to play around with Sharon and Nick for a brief minute. Yep. And then we still got Billy just overly obsessed with Ashlyn Locke. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Um, and then, you know, Nate and that whole dating situation that the double dates between Ashlyn and, you know, uh, Victoria and Elena and Nate. That was pretty interesting. I'm 
wondering mm-hmm. where to go with that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, was there anything else we big we missed? That was pretty much it. We had a little bit of Mariah going Mariah. back and forth. Yeah, Mariah and Yep, that little situation with Abby and the baby. Right. Okay. So where do you want to start first? But we can start with them first. Okay. Mariah, Abby. All them. Look like to me at this point is two things that I think that should happen. And then let me know what your thoughts would okay. be on this. Number one, I honestly think Mariah needs to be in some counseling. Number one, coming off of the whole stitch kidnapping. And number two, the detachment of that child. Yes. Now, the second thing is, I think she needs to move out. Definitely. That's just my thoughts. It might sound kind of harsh. But sticking around, hanging around the house, going through this, because it's becoming awkward and uncomfortable for not only Mariah, but it's becoming awkward for Abby, too. Right. So what's your thoughts on it? Um, I totally agree with her. She needs to move out. I, I, we talked about this, I think, a little bit last week or maybe the week before, where yeah. like I, I, I can understand if Abby wants to give her a little time to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the, uh, I feel like with the way things are going, um, with Mariah's emotions when it comes to the baby, mm-hmm. it's probably best that she leave as soon as possible because the longer she's there, the more attached I feel like she's going to get to that baby, and it's going to be harder to wean her off of um, the the strong hold that she's got. Or the stronghold the baby has on her. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's clear you it's clearly being seen, even by Tessa and Sharon, that yeah. Mariah is struggling. Right. She's struggling. And to just have her, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, you need to talk to somebody, blah, blah, blah. She needs to sit down with a counselor like yesterday. Yeah. I feel like that probably should have been a part of um, what happened in the hospital. Right. Because I would think that whether it's surrogacy or if it's somebody's biological child and they're agreeing to, they have already agreed that they're going to give their child up for adoption once it's born, you would think that that would be a service. And I don't know if it is or not, but you would think that that might be a service that the hospital offers is to have a counselor come in and talk to you about how you're feeling about the situation. Um, and her mom is a, a therapist. Like, I know there's different types of therapists, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel like that should have been something that Sharon should have been on from the jump. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, days after she's had the baby and she's trying to figure, they're trying to figure out like how to help Mariah get through this. Considering, especially considering she's also been through a traumatic experience. Right. Right. I mean, and then Abby's feeling some kind of way because number one, she's hypersensitive to anything that happens with this child. Mm-hmm. So the baby, remember the ep- uh, the episode where the baby was was crying and she couldn't get her to stop and you know, the thing is is that she decided to take the baby for a walk. She was, you know, lost. Yeah. So she, you know, forgot her phone and 
you know, all of this. And then all of a sudden, you know, Abby comes home and is like, what happened? Where's her? She want to call the police and everything. I mean, it's just, it's a crazy situation, you know? Yeah. Abby totally overreacted, I feel like. You think so? Oh, yeah. If she mm-hmm. she knows that she left the baby with Mariah. Unless unless her thought was Stitch came back and kidnapped him again, that would be understandable. But I don't think that that's what Abby was thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like what it seemed like Abby was thinking was that Mariah took her child um, and I don't know necessarily kidnapped her, but I, I feel like that's how... I don't know. I feel like that's what maybe Abby was thinking was that Mariah took the baby without permission and she's worried that she has ran off with with the baby or something. The, with right. the way that she was freaking out. Right. And she didn't mention anything. I, at least I don't remember hearing her say anything about what a stitch came back or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, that leads me to believe that she was concerned that Mariah took off with the baby. Right. You know, and I it's... feel like that was an overreaction. And that's why I was saying she's hypersensitive. And so, and then because of the fact that she's concerned about Mariah, she's worried about her mental status. So that's why they need to put some separation in between that situation. And I'm not saying cut the baby out of Mariah's life, period. Mm -hmm. But there's got to be some way where she can kind of wean herself off. Yeah. You know, so she can kind of get back into her own life and then, you know, um, Abby kind of migrate into motherhood. But then there's another situation brewing, too, and that's Devon. You know what? Um, Watching, so watching Abby interact with Mariah when it comes to the baby and then watching how she interacts with Devon when it comes to the baby, she's totally different with Devon it's like I feel like she's not concerned with Devon or you know being too close with the baby or like she doesn't have that feeling of what it seems like insecurity when it comes to Devon Mm -hmm. as what she does when it comes to Abby like I feel like she is on she's starting to be guarded when it comes to Abby and she's not like that with Devon she's like telling Devon you know um I want you to have a, you know, some type of relationship with the baby and you could never, you could never bother me too much. Like you're always welcome here. And I don't hear her saying those same things to Mariah. That's true. Why do you think that is? I think, I think it's because Mariah can come off like a mother figure to the baby Mm-hmm. And Abby probably doesn't want that. She wants that baby to know that she is that that little boy's mom. Mm-hmm. That she and not Mariah. Like I think she's worried about there being a separation in the baby knowing like who exactly his mother is. I don't think she has that that feeling with Devon because Devon's a, a man, mm-hmm. um, and he's I don't know. They're best friends. He's okay. very supportive of of Abby. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she feels like she's in competition with him. I, I think it could get to a point where she maybe feels like she's in competition with Abby when it comes to the, the baby. Because Abby is feeding it basically because, not Abby, um, Mariah is feeding it because she's u- using her breast milk. Mm-hmm. So that's another connection to Mariah that, or to um, 
the baby that Mariah has that Abby doesn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think she, I think she is beginning to be insecure. I mean, what does she actually think that happens? She's protected by contracts. I mean, it's all in her head at this point. Because yeah. I mean, would do I actually think Mariah's going to run off with the kid? I. I would say 90% no. And the only reason I say I would say 10% is because of the fact that she needs to sit down and talk to somebody about everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I just, it's one thing they brought the, the whole scenario to an end, which I was hoping for. But now, even though we're branching off into this whole thing with Mariah and her feelings and Devon and her feelings. It's like, where y'all going with this now? You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, okay, you didn't gave this girl a child. And then the other thing is they, they wrote chance to go even deeper undercover. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're not going to bring the character back, just let it go. Right. Unless they're maybe leading up to the point that he went so deep, something happened and he's missing and presumed whatever. I don't know. They need to do something with, stop talking about this guy if he's not going to come back. Right. Um, what do you think? I don't, I don't know. I think. I think maybe it's moving away from her not her thinking that Mariah is going to run off with the baby and I think it's I think it's an insecurity thing. I think she is worried that what if the baby grows up and is closer to Mariah than it is to her. Um and then like as far as the chance thing goes, mm. I, they they must be getting rid of him. They have to because this isn't making any sense that they're now they're just not able to get in contact with him whatsoever. He doesn't know he's got a kid. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's like writers. Okay, you took us nine months. You brought on the guy, what's, I forgot his name, that plays, um, that plays, um, Stitch. And then you keep him in. Now he's gone. What was the, that was all that was supposed to lead into a new storyline. He was nothing but a bridge. Right. You know, it, it's like, do something with the storyline or let's just move on. Let let Abby have her kid. She's a single mom, unfortunately, you know, because they're not bringing the chance person back unless they hook her up with Devon because he's the biological father. But it's like, do something. Just you know, it's one thing that, you know, Devon is like, well, I'm the bio dad. And he was having that conversation with Amanda, even though, you know, uh, he chances his father, me having a connection with him because I'm the bio dad. I'm like, okay, so what are we going to do with Devon's feelings? We already got Mariah's feelings. Now we got Devon's feelings. What are we going to do with this to make it come together? Is there an end goal? What are we doing? Yeah. So, you know, and I think I would be a little bit less, you know, verbal about this if they probably had made this situation happen a little sooner. You know, it's just been, it's been nine months since Chance left. Yeah. 
you know, and her husband did a, Melissa Orway's husband, Justin, did an excellent job. I don't know if he's busy or he got other projects, but hey, bring him back. They got automatic chemistry, period. Yeah, that, I liked when he was on the show, when he was portraying Chance. That was good. It was good. He did a act because he's already an actor. So mm-hmm. offer him something, you know, I don't know. Uh, here we go. Because we do this every time we talk about this storyline. Right. <laughs> we say the same thing every week. Yeah, I, I, there's like really nothing else to say about what's going on with, with the Chance character. Nope. They, uh, there's been no new developments. There's been no indication that they're bringing him back. Like nope. the character, period. Right. They keep finding different ways to um, make him unreachable. And it's, so it's just like, just just get it over with. Yeah, just get it Why over. even continue to talk about him? Like, I, it's gotten to the point now where it, I don't even care if Abby or, you know, anybody on the show even mentions Chance anymore because they're not doing anything with it. Right, and I mean, for a minute, they had Devon upset about it. This man cannot be contacted, and he's so far on the ground, and Abby has nobody to help her, and I'm like, why would y'all write that in the script if y'all aren't going to bring this dude back anyway? You got him fussing about somebody that y'all just had off canvas for nine months. Right. Come on. You know, so I don't know. All I know is, is that like I start like I started off saying, you know, is that Mariah needs to get some counseling to deal with the separation, to deal with the kidnapping. Yep. And she needs to move out. Yes, definitely needs to move out. You know, because the sooner she do, her mind is gonna readjust. Or one since Jack has been and I know we haven't gotten to that yet, but Considering Jack is in the Abbott mansion by himself, why doesn't Abby just move in there? The only reason why she moved into the Chancellor mansion mansion was because Chance was there. Okay. So why not go? Jack is lonely. I'm sure he would love it if Abby and the baby moved in with him. Oh, you talking about Abby? Yeah. I thought you were saying. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Not Mariah. I was talking about Abby and the baby. Okay, Abby. Yeah, because that's not her house either, is it? Right. So, yeah, she could. Oh, man, that would be, you know what? That would be a great thing because he was, like you say, we, we're not talking about that conversation yet. But he was talking about how empty the house is. There yep. you go. Yeah. That's family anyway. Yeah. And for her to have there, help. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, what's her name? Miss Rodriguez or whatever is there. Yep. You know, so that would be a, a great option if Abby move out of the Chancellor house and move into, yeah, because the only reason that she was there was because of Chance. Right. So move back into the Abbott mansion where, hey, like you say, um, Jack would love the company. Right. And Jack yeah, would that, definitely help her with the baby. That's a good idea, honestly. But look like the writer's going in a different direction with that one. Yeah. We'll talk wonder, about that in a minute. I wonder if you've... Even, oh, yeah. What? I was going to say, I wonder if eventually they'll have... Um, 
maybe they'll wait until they make a decision on chance of status and then have Abby move out. Because why would why would she continue to be there if her like if for instance if her and Chance end up getting divorced because he's just not coming back home, mm. there, there would be no reason to keep her at the Chancellor Mansion. Nope. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I wish that does sound like an excellent idea from what <laughs> you're saying. If they if if you know they um was to do that, have a move over there. Chance is not here. He's deep on the cover. Nobody's heard from him. That big old house. And if Mariah leaves, Abby and the baby is up in there by herself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because Tracy don't, I mean, not Tracy. Ashley don't live there. Nina's gone again. Mm -hmm. Um, Devon don't live there. Does, um, do Chloe and Kevin still live there? Or did they... I thought they got their own place. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't remember if they did or not. I thought they bought... The, I remember that being... Because they're not on there often, but I remember one time when they were on there, they were looking for their own spot. Okay. So, but I mean, that's a... I honestly think that the whole Chancellor extension, once Catherine passed away, you know, they really don't have nothing on that side of the family. Except when we hear about Chance Con. Right. You know, so I don't know. I they the writers I maybe they'll have an Abby over there, but just to extend that Chancellor name into the storyline. I don't know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. they need to figure it out. Yes, so. they do. All right, you wanna move on? Yep. Okay. So, do you want to talk about, because we, Ashlyn encompasses a lot of different things. You want to talk about the Sally thing, Sally and Adam? hmm I wish they would just quit playing cat and mouse with each other. Yeah. Why, you don't yeah. want them together? No, I would like to see them together. Okay. I just, I don't know. I there's I just need Sally to I, I need them to like for real get her out of the the petty mode. Yeah. Yeah. Um because at the Adam isn't in that place anymore and she's she still has a completely left that behind, even though, you know, she's she said last week how she was gonna um you know, not go there at Phyllis anymore. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she said it earlier this week, but I, I still don't think that she she's still. I don't know. I feel like she's still in that in games mindset. Mm-hmm. Um. So if they if they are for real going to like like I said before, if they are for real going to clean their character up, then for sure, I would love to see those two together. I think they would be awesome together. Girl, listen, let me tell you something. I was working, because you know I work remote and I have my TV on in the background, right? Mm-hmm. That scene that went right into Adam coming up behind her where she was daydreaming and kissing the end up in a hotel room, mm-hmm. I was so here for that and was mm-hmm. so disappointed when I found out it was a <laughs> fantasy. I know. I was like, I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, man, cool. And the next thing I know, when she was just daydreaming, I'm like, oh, come on. 
Yeah. I want I don't know when um Chelsea's character is supposed to be coming back on screen, like in person, not just through like FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're waiting until she comes back on screen and then they make the moves to like really put them together. Which to me it makes more sense to if they're gonna do that have them together now while she's not in the picture and they're already right. kind of like established. Uh-huh. And then when she comes back into the picture, it's like now they have to deal with Chelsea being jealous or whatever. Yeah, I, that's what I would hope for. I want them to actually say, okay, let's do the darn thing. I'm mm-hmm. going to say something else. Let's do the darn thing and start dating and whatnot. And then like Hey, Chelsea come on the scene and is like, what's going on here? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Instead yeah. of them not being detached, I mean, attached to each other and all, and those two girls fighting over him to get him. Yeah. I wonder what's going to finally, um, what's going to finally make Adam break down and cause you, it's got to happen. Like they can't not do it now. Well, here's the thing that pisses me off is that everybody is trying to tell him to stay away from Sally and vice versa. Now, I can mm-hmm. see like when Adam said, you know, and when it was in the hotel suite and she and he was like, you know, you don't need to be with me because I'm toxic. OK, fine. That's on him. He chose to make that decision. Right. Right. But when you got Chloe in his ear and then you had that whole conversation with Victor today telling him how dare you bring this woman around trying to get a reaction out of everybody and I'm like why do you care and so he turns around and make a statement like you you trying to get with this person who's a social climber and I'm like um Victor we don't have to remind you where your wife came from (laughs) yeah I mean stop that definitely crossed my mind when he said that to Adam. As, exactly. As soon, and I, I said, you know, and listen, guys, there's nothing wrong if you are an artist, a dancer. So I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that he has the nerve to say something about Sally, but mm-hmm. you also did the exact same thing back in the day, okay? And they felt the same way about Sharon in the very beginning too, right? Thank when you. They were te- when they were kids. Exactly. Or not kids, but you know. Well, what when she was younger, exactly. Yeah. When, when yeah. she was trying to, you know, when she was dating Nick. So it's like, how dare you sit up here and say something about what classification you want to throw Sally in? Basically, calling her a clout chaser, and then yeah. you gotta look. I mean, your wife, even though she's the matriarch of the family, how did y'all meet? Right. Stop with that. Right. <laughs> so, like, know. I understand. I I totally understand, though. Like, celebrities and wealthy people being cautious, but like, you still have to take a look at some of the people that are in your in your circle and how they started out, and not make judgments. Exactly. Although, although Sally has brought some of that judgment on herself with her behavior, so I can't totally. I can't totally blame Victor for, um, but, he, but he's acting like his son is this saint that she's going to corrupt. I mean, come on now, yo. I don't. <laughs> yo, I don't. 
I don't know that I don't I don't know that he feels like she can because who can really corrupt Adam? He knows. I think Victor knows better than that. I think he's looking at it uh, more so. As, um, he doesn't want her to. He, like he knows how Adam can be, and he doesn't want that influence, or he doesn't want her to to cause trouble. He even if he even if she's not influencing Adam to be the schemer that he can be, if she is inserting trouble into his life that he has to deal with, then maybe that's what he was. I don't know. Maybe that's what he is kind of getting at or referring to when it comes to her being a troublemaker. Like, yes, we know Adam was a troublemaker too, but Adam is trying to move away from that. So he doesn't want him dealing with somebody that is possibly going to stir up trouble in his life either. Well, and and that is a, it's a understandable concern because of her recent behavior. Well, here's my thing. I can see that whole conversation that was had mm-hmm. coming from Jack and yeah. him looking at that. Victor don't need to say nothing. He almost, <laughs> I mean, you trying to tell somebody to clean up their life when your life has been full of shade. I could see that conversation coming from Jack. Jack dated the girl. Yeah. He was a, she was a big part of what happened with his son. I could see Jack having that conversation with Adam, but Victor yeah. just want to control him, which is why Adam didn't take what he said to heart. He was like, stop trying to control me. Because he's he looking at his dad like, dude, you trying to tell me how I, li- I need to move and live and who I need to date coming from you. Whereas I don't think he would have had that same assessment if that statement came from Jack. Yeah, that, that I would agree with that. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, Victor, stop. <laughs> 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 nah, bruh. Uh-uh. And that's why Adam didn't take it the way that he did. He pretty much told him, you trying to tell me what to do, and this has been the biggest problem with our relationship in the fa- in the past is that you trying to control me, right? And he walked out of that, and Victor couldn't say Jack because that's exactly what that was. Whereas uh, if that was um, uh, if that was actually Jack, he knew Jack would be coming from a place of experience with yeah. Sally. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I wasn't even trying to hear what Victor was saying. I'm like, dude, no, let him let him go head on. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, but yeah, I'm hope but I do agree with you on the part that Sally gotta quit playing games. She gotta quit being petty. She gets in her own way. She does. She she's petty, she's snarky. Um Cause she was she was doing the little snarky thing with Victor mm-hmm. when after Adam walked in. I can't remember. She there was a couple of things that she said that was kind of snarky. Which I mean, I get it. She was she was she was offended because Victor was basically trying to check her mm-hmm. and put her in place. Um, but like even when somebody isn't isn't when she's in a conversation with somebody that she doesn't necessarily like mm-hmm. or. I don't I don't know. She just she can be very snarky and it rubs people the wrong way. And it's yeah. like sometimes it's un- it's not even <clears throat> a provoked snarkiness. Like she just she just starts out that way and it's like this is why nobody likes you, Sally, because you can't help 
but to be petty and to come off as a smart ass. Yep. Yep. I mean, and she she really screwed herself in the foot. And I'm glad that Adam said something to her today. Yeah. She was standing by that door listening to him and Sharon talk. Yep. She listened to the whole conversation and she, you know what? That girl is so quick on her feet with her thinking because mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, I apologize, but just to let you know, I got a little jealous. And so I'm like, no, she didn't try to throw an underhanded flirt because to a guy, it's like, oh, you jealous? You know what I mean? So she tried yeah. to be slick with that. I you know. I honest, I thought that this was like... <clears throat> One of the few times Allie was being honest about her feelings. Well, and that's fine. Them. Right. But I'm surprised she threw it in at that moment when she got caught. I'm not because that was, that's why she did it. She was jealous. She was jealous of the conversation that him and Sharon, uh, and Sharon were having. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she came up, she was like, you know, I got jealous and I know y'all history. Yeah. You know, so it made me feel some kind of way. And he was kind of shocked by that. Yeah, I was actually glad that she said that to him. My thing is, quit playing games. Y'all need to go yeah. get on, get a room, and get it over with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because yep. y'all building, they building tension with these two. That's what's, yeah. what's happening. Yeah, and it was so like what happened today with Adam. That's one of the rare times when someone gets called out or called eavesdropping because you know how it works in the soaps. Right, people eavesdrop left and right, and the the party that's being eavesdropped on never knows or never never catches the perpetrator. Right, and this time they were caught, and Adam was he was on it, like called her out for it, and I I liked seeing that. I thought that was interesting. Yep. Victoria tried to throw some shade at him for me her meeting I mean for him meeting her at the bar. He was and he flipped that on. He said, Yeah, but y'all what'd he say about uh Victoria and Ashton? I'm like, that girl never ceased to amaze me. Just enjoy the moment, Lita. She loves to pick at that dude. I missed uh I don't remember what that interaction was. What did she that say? That was um what's today? Today is Friday. That had to be like maybe Tuesday or Wednesday episode. And Somebody. and um, she was already at the bar. He was meeting her. But that was the day that he originally talked to um, Victor. And Victor was like, "Up, oh, I gotta go." And that mm-hmm. I think that, that I think that was the conversation. Was that the conversation he was not calling? Uh, uh, no. That was Tuesday or Wednesday. He was in the office, not at the house this time. Mm-hmm. And he was in the office and um, Adam was like, you know what? I got a, a meeting and he was telling him it was just a, a working date and all of this. And that's when he went over to society. She was already at the bar because he was running late or something. Running, going back and forth with Victor. And then when he got there, Victoria, that date that Victoria, Ashlyn, and Nate and Elena was on, mm-hmm. that's when Adam came through there and she tried to throw shade about him being on that date. And he threw some back. And I'm like, well, leave that boy alone. He, <laughs> you. he came in and spoke to everybody sitting over there. And Victoria had to say something crazy. 
Yeah, she can't help. She's when it comes to Adam, she's she can't help but be petty. Nope, she can't help it at all. So, but like I said, I just hope that they, you know, I know they're building attention, but did it seem like that even that whole conversation with Sharon? I was one, did you pick up any energy with Adam not being? done somewhat with his feelings with Sharon yeah, kind of yeah between it really it seemed like that way between both of them because even some of the expressions and stuff that Sharon was saying it's like come on come on Sharon oh. stop it and, <laughs> and the fact that she was like you know I'm sorry I was really short with you and I know you needed my help and I'm like you're not helping your cause. Ray is trying to be patient with you. Exactly. You know, watch what happened the moment that Ray found out that he she went over there to see him. Yep. You know, he's always blaming this, all of this on Adam, but some of this is Sharon. Yes. A lot of it is Sharon. Exactly. You know, so it's like, girl, did you have to come up there? You could have called him and said, look, um, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to talk to you. What's up? Something. You didn't have to go all the way over there. And then she planned, like, I guess he thought it was the secretary at the door. And then she was like, oh, no, it's me. I had to come and see you. And I'm like, girl, why? Yeah, she, um, again, this is, this gives Ray justification for why he has the issues that he has with her and Adam's relationship. Yep. Like you, for whatever reason, she cannot help but to be in this man's life in some way, and then wants to look all shocked and surprised and or confused as to why Ray has the reactions that he has. Like you, you can't stay away from Adam. That's why. You well, remember to go around him. Well, there was some issues that happened even before today's conversation. So earlier this week, Ray went up to Adam's office, got into it with him, mm-hmm. and told him to stay away. And instead, he comes down to Crimson Lights. Mariah goes off on him. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like Sharon was taking his side, which pissed Mariah off a little bit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all keep... You wonder why people are wondering what the deal is with you guys, because y'all just... y'all This fine line of Oh, we just friends, but when y'all get around each other, y'all got Google eyes. Right. <laughs> so, of course, onlookers are going to be like, what's up with y'all? And especially yeah. her husband. Now, my yeah. question is, since we are, we might as well move into the whole thing with Sharon and what happened, uh, which leads us into Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Ray have to worry about the other Newman brother? Right. This, this was weird to me because I feel like this was sudden and came from nowhere. Girl. Like all of this, literally in just this one scene, they have started. They have started a like now this thing where Sharon and Nick might be gravitating back towards each other, and it's like y'all haven't even closed off the issue with her and um, Adam yet. Exactly. Like, that's still lingering out there, and you're going to open this one up? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yep, and I, they, didn't, I, I didn't get. I don't understand the point of them doing that or why they're doing that. They're trying to force this issue because they're trying to make it look like he's not happy about how Phyllis, how so close Phyllis and Jack is. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do is turn around and like, well, you looking, you having a close relationship with your ex, so maybe I should look at mine. And it's like, no, y'all, they crash course that particular scenario because it's mm-hmm. like. Y'all had no connection. Y'all wasn't flirting, blah, blah, blah. It's right. Like, y'all decided to close up shop and Nick is giving her the eye. And I'm like, what? Right. Like, where is this coming from? And I saw that on social media. So I think that came out on, it may have been thir- Wednesday or Thursday episode because mm-hmm. the people in Canada who was in the group posted that. And I'm like, oh, that must be on tomorrow's episode. And so when I saw people were like, well, what's going on with Nick and Sharon? I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. You know, I saw it the day before because, of course, you know, they see it ahead of us. And so I'm like, oh, man, what's going on in the next episode? And when I saw the Crimson Light scene, I'm like, oh, that's what everybody's talking about. Right. Which makes zero sense. Why are we going back there? I mean, at least, but you know what? Okay, let's play along with this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. They, these two, meaning Nick and Sharon, were, and I think me, you and I talked about this last week, or maybe the week before, mm-hmm. when we went back into the history of that whole breakup. They were on the verge of getting married, Nick and Sharon, and. Mm-hmm. And he went and slept with Phyllis <clears throat> because he thought she took her ring off and it was over and she left it on the thing, but it wasn't the case. And he ran over there and slept with Phyllis, which now takes us down this whole romance with Phyllis. Right. Right. So I'm wondering if this is, are they trying to make this like unfinished business or something? Like it was, it was so abrupt of a discourse because now Jack found out, that she cheated, right? Oh no, she cheated on Billy at the time, right? Was it oh, cheated on Billy or cheated on Jack at the time? She cheated. Uh, she was. She hadn't been with anybody because when her and Nick slept together, I thought it was when she first came out of her coma. No, because the Billy relationship happened after that, didn't it? I thought did she cheat on Billy? N- no, she cheated on Jack with Billy. Oh, right, she cheated on Jack with Billy, but how did the two of them break up? Mm. Billy and Phyllis. Because I know Summer had stuck her toe in that with the, you know, her sleeping with, because she was, wait a minute. Yes, because Billy was pissed off at Phyllis. Because remember, sleeping with Summer was payback for something. What was it? Did she end up with Nick and she got pissed off? I mean, then he got pissed off and slept with Summer because Summer was payback sex. Dang it. I can't I can't remember what I remember that because he was so pissed off. Yeah, I do remember him using Summer, but I can't Mm -hmm. I can't remember why did to him. Phyllis did something to him. I don't know if, and I think it has something to do with Nick. I really do, because all that coincided with each other, right? 
Yeah. I think. Oh, man, I don't remember. Man, I wish I had the history. And I know somebody that's going to be listening to us is going to be like screaming through the through the headphones. It was this. It was this. And I'm trying to remember. Because. I always felt like. Mm hmm. It was revenge sex, and I think Summer had something to do with it, too. So I don't know if she snitched to Billy that she was back with her father or whatever, or sleeping with her father or something. Because, um, oh, my God, this is going to be messing with me. Hold on one second. Billy Abbott and Summer Newman. I'm finna find this right quick, and if you find anything, maybe it was did um, cheat on Billy with Nick. Okay, hold on. Alyssa Montalvo, yada yada yada. What is this? Sinking by Bill Billy, sinking with Adam. Where the heck is that? Hold on. Okay, the, what you, what's the date on this? Oh, that was last year. No, so this goes back. Let's see. Hold on. I wonder why they still sleeping together, though. Like, one that caused. Oh, yeah, there it is. That to happen. So, I'm going to this back, and this is October 2018. Billy Abbott and Summer Newman take the plunge this week and hop into bed. Billy's world came crashing down now that he knows that Phyllis and Nick Newman cheated. This is the time for the revenge roll in the hay. Yep. But what I'm trying to remember. I'll have to look look it up later. What are you trying I'm to remember? I'm trying to like why did they why did that happen? And then and then why what did, what did she do to Summer that pissed Summer off to where she also... Because remember, there was a period of time where her and Summer were having a hard time with each other. and Because she kind of willingly went along with the whole Billy thing. And remember how she was flirting with him too? Because she wanted to get payback on her mom for whatever reason. I can't remember what happened between the two of them either. Well, she was just, she came back mad. She came back mad and was not happy with her mom. And her revenge of not being in a good relationship with her mom was to try to tempt Billy with um, gambling and getting him involved in these car games and stuff. And she had him drinking and all of that. But in the meantime, he still, he was struggling. He tried to maintain. He did get back into some bets. But the thing is, because I'm looking at the actual pictures, they Nick and Sharon were actually at the altar when mm-hmm. it came out. And I guess Sharon found out about it because it says Sharon said to Nick at the altar, you can't love, honor, or cherish me, Nick, when you're cheating on me with Phyllis. That's right. I know you and Phyllis slept together. And then Billy looks at Phyllis and says, you and Nick? So that's what happened. So there's there there's this un- but at the time it was Gina. Gina Tognoni right. was, was in there at, back in 2018. So 
that's the whole thing that blew that apart. So I'm wondering, it wasn't Jack that she cheated on. It was Billy that she cheated on with Nick three years ago. Yep. So I'm wondering if they're trying to revisit this because it ended so abruptly, but instead of her going back to Billy, she's trying to now figure out things with Jack, which... Mm-hmm. They, she, they, now she did cheat on Jack, too. Yeah, she that's cheated how her, on... Yeah, that's because, how her and Jack broke up. Yeah, because she slept with... Uh, what's that dude's name that was a doppelganger? Remember the lookalike guy? Because... Um, Stitch's sister had tied the real Jack up and was drugging no, him. No, I thought she cheated on Jack with, with that's how her and Billy got together. But remember, because remember Jack was angry at her about that. Her and Billy. Girl, well, now we revisiting all this history. <laughs> I know. This was before the whole Nick and and Phyllis, Phyllis cheating on Sharon. Okay, It was before gotcha. that. Alright, well we'll figure know. it out offline. Yeah. We'll figure it out offline. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, we we we're digressing real bad. Can easily um, go down a rabbit hole on these exactly. stories. Exactly. So um okay, so back to twenty twenty one. Um what do you think about them when Jack confesses his feelings about her and then he turned around, he started it off saying Cause she was like, I don't know what you've seen in that Sally girl, and he was like, I thought I saw you or something. Yeah, I thought she could turn into you, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Nope. And what I don't like even more is that. Oh, wait, first of all, what did Phyllis say to him? Because I can't remember. Well, she we kept talking about Sally and why he was ever with her in the first place. I mean, after he said, I thought she was going to turn into you. What did she, did she? No, nah, she looked like a deer in headlights. So she, she didn't really say anything? No, she was, because you could look, she didn't fall into it. You know how some people, if they got feelings, they will fall right into it. You know, she was looking at him like WTF. So, and that's what I thought she did. I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. So I feel like and I know that's like one of her closest friends, mm-hmm. but in real life, and it's the same with Sharon and Adam. Mm-hmm. If you've got a romantic history with somebody, and then that individual basically reveals that they still have feelings for you, the last thing you need to be doing is stopping by their place and going to see what you're doing after they've revealed to you that they've got feelings for you. So. Yep. When Phyllis pops up at Jack's house later on that week, or just like sharing, goes over to to Adam's job to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of disrespectful to your significant other. It doesn't matter that you don't have those same feelings for that individual, if that's the case with Phyllis and Sharon. Mm -hmm. Um, What matters is this individual has told you that they've got feelings for you. You know that your significant other especially Ray, doesn't like Adam. Mm. You know, Nick has some concerns because he brought it up to Phyllis last week about if me and you weren't together, would you give Jack another chance? So you know that he's he's got some type of concern about it, their friendship or their relationship. Mm-hmm. The last thing you need to be doing is popping up at their house, checking on them. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, un- it's, it's to me, it's disrespectful and it's unnecessary. 
Yeah. And it you have to make put any sense. Yeah, and, and at that point when that person expresses expresses those feelings to you, there should be boundaries put put down. Mm-hmm. I know that that would be hard for especially for Phyllis and Jack because they're like friend friends mm-hmm. um, but I, in my opinion she needed to say to Jack like I love you you know I love you as a friend you're one of my best friends um, I understand you have feelings for me but I don't feel the same way and I think we need a little space until you can get past those feelings out of respect for Nick right because yep. now it just seems like, because she, she knows how he feels and she's, you know, just in the neighborhood, thought, stopped by. Now you're sending mixed signals. Exactly. To Jack. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You know, so I mean. And then what I didn't understand about the whole conversation between Nick and Sharon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that got him questioning his relationship. Like his his conversation with Sharon, it seems like kind of catapulted him questioning his relationship with Phyllis, all because some things that Sharon said to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's is this all it's taking for you to be insecure about your relationship? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's like I don't know that whole. The, the foursome, that whole quad, Sharon, mm-hmm. Nick, Jack, and Phyllis, and what they're trying to do with the four of them, I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are you recycling history all over again? Right. Why not just, if you're going to leave, I honestly feel that Phyllis is better with Nick. She can be creative. Jack tends to slow her down to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. she I don't know. I like her better with Nick. Bring somebody. You had some girl who was supposed to be on the show three, four months ago. What happened to that person? Bring somebody new for Jack. Yep. I mean, I like what they did with putting Sally in Adam's orbit. Can we bring somebody else into this situation? I mean, hello? Right. You know, instead of saying, okay, well, let's reshuffle Jack and Phyllis and Nick and Sharon. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. And poor Ray. Where does that leave him? I know. I know. I mean, it's just, I'm like, come on. You guys to be kidding me right now. Yeah. I mean, they, they played a little round by throwing Billy in it over the years. But it's like, okay, with Phyllis. I mean, Phyllis, okay, she's been with Jack, Nick, Billy, and Ronan. That's it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the Danny Romalotti back in the day. Right. But that's it, right? Yep. That I can remember. Exactly. Bring somebody else. I was hoping, you know, honestly, I was hoping way back when, when Phyllis didn't have no friends and she teamed up with Adam, I was even open to trying that out. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Because I actually thought that they were going to try to, you know, build something with them. Nope. They didn't do it. So, I don't know. We have to see what the writers are going to do about these four, but I'm not looking forward to it. Me neither. I don't want to see that that quad um, mixed up again. Nope. 
keep them where they are currently. You know who I honestly would like to see together? Just to try it out. And I don't know if it might sound bad because of what just happened earlier this year. They mm-hmm. didn't they try to try out Ray and Chelsea at one time? It seemed like that maybe they but when so when Chelsea was in the hospital, it seemed like she was kind of getting flirty with Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was like a, a flirtation that was her trying to get her way or, you know, or trying to convince Ray that she was actually um, mentally insane because <laughs> you know, the whole little scheme that her and Victor was doing mm-hmm. or if she was for real like flirting with him because she was maybe starting to develop feelings for him. But yeah, that I think that was, it was around that time. Okay. I remember a, a few people in the group posting about how it seemed like Chelsea was maybe trying to steal Ray away from sharing his payback or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even, so even like um, when Chelsea went to mm-hmm. and, then, and Ray accompanied like there was I can't remember. It was almost like Sharon maybe had an issue with it because mm-hmm. Ray, of course, is kind of he kind of he has sympathy for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's shown sympathy for Chelsea all along. So it it did seem like possibly they were maybe heading in that direction. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that'll change uh, if they are actually trying to put Sharon and Nick together. Mm-hmm. When Chelsea comes back on the picture, mm-hmm. maybe that'll be who they put Ray with. I mean, something because um, you know her. I mean, but then we I, we can't be sure about that because look like with Sally in the mix, they're probably gonna do that triangle, right? Yeah, maybe that's how it'll start. Maybe initially, when when Chelsea comes back, she's gonna try to to get back with Adam. Mm-hmm. go through the whole triangle thing with um, Sally and then when it doesn't work out because Adam would rather make, make they move Adam and Sally together um, if they actually do go through with putting Nick and Sharon back together that'll be the opportunity for them to put Ray with Chelsea yeah so many combinations so many combinations <laughs> but they gotta figure that out yeah Okay, we're done with that. Yep. Okay, let's move on to the last storyline which uh, of this week, which was Ashlyn Locke, Billy, Victoria. Um, well, first of all, let's talk about Ashlyn Locke and the date and Victoria's and the double date with Elena and, um, and Nate. Nate said that it made him feel uncomfortable or just seemed highly unusual that um, this man would ask him out of everybody that he knows, business folks that he knows to be a, um, you know, to actually be his best man. What do you think about that? Um, it is a little weird because I, I don't, I don't remember Nate and Ashley interacting until this week. That they that Nate seen right exactly. Well, the only thing I do remember is when he got sick at Crimson Lights and he gave him took um, him home and gave him the vitamins, but that's it. Yeah, and that was just last week, right? 
Uh, yeah, it's been within the past two weeks. Yeah, it. I I agree. It's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, and so he was like, "That doesn't make sense to me." And then Elena was like, "Oh, you know, you did so many things. You did this for him and that for him and blah 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 blah." And so he's like, um, yeah, but it seems kind of weird. And I mean, honestly, are they, sl- and see, that's the thing. Are they slowly building up on something? Now, he gave him 50 some. oh, well, I'm saying 50000 But he gave him a large sum of money to go toward the hospital or something, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know, so he gave him a ton of money, asked him to be his best man, and, you know, Nate is looking like what is what's going on? But Elena kind of quieted that to say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna go to a wedding in Tuscany, right?" So don't shut ask up. any questions. <laughs> Look, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> a probably a paid for trip too. Uh, yeah. Since he asked him to be his best man. Exactly. So, but there's this other piece where Billy Billy is just so obsessed. Yeah, he's yeah. And Lily is biting her tongue, and it's like I look at Lily like, "Are, are, are you gonna say something?" Right. It's a. Uh, it's time for Lily to, to get on up out of there with him. Because I mean, this man is clearly fighting you. Because I mean, Lily is giving all the other scenarios. Well, maybe it's nothing, and you're digging in his past, and you're not finding anything. And every time Lily has a response. Billy has another response. And right. if Billy say something else, Billy pushes back again. And he's and he's determined and passionate about it. Yeah. And his when when they got in that little disagreement today, what did he say? Um basically that Victoria uh, his concern or care for Victoria was all the ambulance all the motivation he needed to keep pushing forward with digging into Ashlyn's past. It's and, like, that is a red flag. That's <laughs> a red flag, because now he ain't even saying nothing about it, because I was like, I was saying, oh, he's going to save, I'm doing this for my kids. He didn't even say that this time. Nope. He, you nope, know, he and I'm didn't. looking like, uh, Lily, what you going to do with him? Right. Because this dude is telling you in your face that he is so overprotective and digging all into his ex's business that, you know, and it's like, because, I mean, she should say, why are you doing this? Now I'm getting offended. Because I understand. And then he turns, when she do kind of softly put her foot down, he said this would be the biggest story that we could ever write about. And I'm like, dude, this ain't got nothing about no story. Not at all. And if Lily believes that, then it's like, you know what, girlfriend, whatever happens now, it's on you because you're not saying anything. Right. Say something. I mean, I ain't telling her to be acting ratchet about it. But what I'm saying is she needs to say, look, I understand you might have a concern for your kids, but now you're making this about your ex. And that makes me uncomfortable. So... You need to take a step back and look at your real reasons of doing this, or else I might have to reconsider my situation with you. Right. Put some put some fire up under his butt because he can't just keep throwing that up in your face. That's as bad as Paris doing that to Zenday. Right. <laughs> and my thing is, 
okay, Billy, if you uncover that Ashlyn used this woman, his mentor, mm-hmm. for money, what then? Exactly. Because it's been how many years ago since that happened? He's a wealthy, successful businessman today. Mm-hmm. Like, I, what is what's, what? What does it matter? He doesn't need Victoria's money. No, nope. you know what I mean. <clears throat> so it's not like where it's a case where he's he was broke like he was thirty years ago, or however long ago that was supposed to be, and he's trying to get in on Victoria's fortune. <laughs> Well, you know, I haven't seen, I'll probably get a chance to see Monday's episode a little bit later, but from the previews we saw next week, something is coming out that Victoria don't know about because we see yeah. um, he get a text message saying you a hard person to keep up with or something or track. Um, only thing that I can think of with no history, no birth certificate, no nothing showing that those people actually existed is there's an alias or he killed his parents. I don't know. It's something obviously that the writers are going somewhere with what he's hiding. Now I don't like Billy's obsession about it, right? but obviously there's something there. I think I'm starting to think that, excuse me, um, all this buildup is going to, lead to not being anything that as that is as serious as what Billy is thinking it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because of course he, he's just adamant about Ashley is hiding something. He's he's, he has done something wrong in his past or something suspicious or malicious and he's hiding it. And I think because they're, because Billy is being so pushy about this, Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're going to go the opposite direction and whatever it is that is uncovered isn't something isn't going to be something that is as as bad as what Billy may be thinking it is and it maybe it'll be a case of maybe he was trying to protect somebody or maybe it was something that where he he's trying to protect himself from a dangerous individual or I don't know I I hope I'm hoping that this blows up in Billy's face is what I'm hoping. I hope that it doesn't turn out to be what what Billy is imagining this could be. Okay. Well, remember, he is also, he's doing all this, but I think Nick is also using him as, as well. Because remember, Nick had a conversation with Victor about, you know, because Victor wanted Billy off of this. And Nick was like, hmm, He's definitely going to try to find something. And I need to keep him in the orbit to find some stuff out because we know he going to find it out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all these folks, it's just, it's crazy how they coming for this dude. Now, I now what you were saying about Sally and protecting, you know, people to come around, I can totally understand Victor wondering what's up with Ashlyn Locke because you merging companies. That's his legacy. You know, you got your fingers and claws into mm-hmm. part of my business. So I can see that. Yeah. You know, and I can see him doing that. And maybe even Nick. But Billy, you're doing too much. Now, it's one thing you're trying to go for a story. Okay, fine. But you doing this because of Victoria. Right. So you need to go sit down somewhere. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I nah, dude needs to chill out. So, what do you think about the picture gift that Ashlyn gave to Victoria? Oh, that was a nice, a nice picture, a nice gift. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was cool too because she wanted a picture of herself up there mm-hmm. instead of her father. I guess the her dad's picture moved to the boardroom or the board members area or something. She said, yeah. but um, I don't know. I I'm the writers are going somewhere with Ashley. Yeah, for sure. Question is where. Yeah, I I like Ashlyn, so again, I hope it's not something, I hope it really isn't something that is bad for his character. Right. And him and Victoria's relationship, because I'd like to see that work out. And then I'd like to see even um, even if it ends up being something to where it is bad and he's using Victoria or whatever, I still hope Lily leaves Billy <laughs> because he, yeah. he has just annoyed me through this whole thing. Yep. Because, I mean, it's just it's disrespectful when you go on and on and going jumping through all these hoops mm-hmm. for your ex. You know, I mean, if the kids were still staying at the house with Ashlyn and something happened, okay, fine, I get that. Right. But them kids is at at your house. They with you. She over there by herself with that dude. She chose to be there. She chose to marry him. She's choosing to sleep with him. She's choosing to take care of him. That's all her. Right. If something, you know, I understand if he stumbles across something, but you being obsessive about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, please. So... I mean, that's my take on it. I mean, that whole, and I mean, he, everything is suspicious. Oh, it's suspicious that they asked him to the wedding. Oh, mm-hmm. it's suspicious that they don't know about the best man thing. Yeah, I don't, I didn't understand why, like, what, what's suspicious about Nate being his best, or Nate and Elena going to the wedding? Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, why did you think that that is suspicious, Billy? Exactly. Is Ashley not allowed to make friends with anybody? Because, <laughs> I mean, they look like they were shocked. It was like, oh, y'all going to the wedding? And she like, they're like, yeah, we're going to Tuscany, especially Elena. Elena is, like, smiling from ear to ear. Right, yeah. I mean, I guess I could understand why they would be surprised because no one knew that they there was a friendship there. Right. Between um, him and Ashlyn. Or, well, she assumed that Victoria invited them because I guess but even there I like where's the friendship at between Victoria and mm-hmm. and Nate I haven't really seen them interact since I don't know when mm-hmm. yes yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's weird uh, you know but they like I say they leading up to something mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going to go. So, same, same. All right. Did we cover everything? Mm, 
I believe so. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. All righty. I'm trying to think. We didn't miss because it wasn't really. Those were the biggest issues this week. Yeah, there wasn't. I don't even think there were any. There were very many, like, small little storylines. Other than maybe um, Faith and Moses Mm. talking about how he was going to ask his mom if he could stay. And they were, you know, in the park. And she was, she was like, pretend I'm your mom. What are you going to say to her? Mm-hmm. But that was just one day of those two. Yep. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, I didn't see too much there. I, I'm wondering how they're going to, are they going to have Sophia say something? You know, is she going to have an issue with it or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it'll end up just her saying okay and it'll be easier than what they were expecting or something mm-hmm. like that. I, want, I just want them to bring on another, at least one or two more kids their age so it's not just the two just of them. them. Like back right. when I feel like back when, I think we said this before, like back when um, Lily and Billy um, Mackenzie like that that whole little group when they were all in high school. Right. There was like a good handful and a half of them, I feel like. Yeah. It used to be that way, even with Summer and uh all of them, you know, now oh, yeah. those are the two kids that's on the show. Yeah. And you know, um, cause even when they had what was that girl that um hold on, I'm trying to plug up so I can continue to charge. Um what was that girl name? Oh, that um, Hillary was taking care of, and then they had Miles, oh, yeah. Charlie, because Charlie was dating. What's her name? Shauna. Shana, or I don't remember. I know who you're talking about though. She right. was wasn't she like a foster child or something, or was she adopted, or she was just like a troubled teen or something like that mm-hmm. that was being mentored by um, Hillary. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly, you know. So I mean, they had a bunch of people, a bunch of people on, you know. Um, what the heck is that? They had a bunch of people on when, when, or a bunch of kids on, at the same time. Because mm-hmm. even when they had Delia, they had Delia Faith, they had um, a couple of other kids. You know, and now it's just those two teenagers. You know, I don't know. Yeah, they need to age uh, Victoria and Billy's kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, Katie and Johnny. Yeah. You know, or even Christian and um, yep, and Connor. Christian and Connor. You know, I mean, age them to probably what fourteen, maybe. I'd say fifteen. I think. Um, I think Faith and Moses are like 15, 16. Right. I guess 14, 15, 16. Now, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's still his cousin, though. So Faith and Connor are cousins. Christian is a cousin. That's his brother. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to ever address that. We haven't seen Christian in ages. I know. But, you know, I'm wondering if they're going to ever address the fact that you know, as they get older, Connor and Christian find out that Adam is actually their father. <laughs> so, 
Wait, Adam is Christian's father? Yes, Adam is Christian's father. Biologically. Does Adam know that? Yes, he does. Remember, he came back to town. He was fighting Nick over custody when Chelsea was dating Nick. I thought he was fighting to get Connor back. He afterward, but he already had access to Connor. But Christian, he went, remember, he tried to take them to court for visitation and get to know him. He was meeting Christian in the park and all of that stuff. I thought that was Connor because he didn't have her. He had Connor while he was gone, too. I thought. Mm, no, he was asking to get access to Christian, too. And Nick was um, having a conniption. Okay. Yes, he was. He was having a conniption. So I'm wondering if they're going to address that. Yeah, because that kid is is a child of Sage and Adam. I don't know how I forgot that. But yeah, they just, when he came back at the end of 2019, the fall of 2019, mm-hmm. the summer of 2019, whatever, that was one of the things that he wanted to, Christian to know that he was his father. Yep. I guess I only remember the there being the issue. I, I guess I only remember that Connor. was that was um what's the name? Oh God, Chelsea. When uh, because remember Adam came back first, mm-hmm. then Chelsea came back. So when Adam came back first. He wanted to get to know Christian. Chelsea came in and brought Connor with her. And then she got in with Nick. Dating Mm -hmm. Nick. And then she wanted to get into this whole put up a wall where he couldn't even see Connor or Christian. Mm. Yeah. So that's what that was about, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that'll come out eventually then. Probably when they get older at some point. I wish they would. Because at one point, Christian and Connor were playing together and all this sort of kind of stuff. He even tried to do something to to Christian. Yeah, I remember I that. It was. Yeah, when they moved in with Nick. What is on my arm? Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll that was see. when he was having all those behavioral issues or something. Yeah, so before we digress again. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully we'll see what happened. I don't have any nuggets usually like I do because I haven't seen Monday's episode. And the, the scoops aren't out yet. Usually they come out later on Saturday. So, anywho, um, we did see the previews, though. Yes. And we saw Nick asking Jack, Am I, you think I'm a good fit for Phyllis? And I'm like, why would you ask him that? Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So, yeah, so he's, they're obviously trying to show that Nick is insecure about his relationship suddenly. Yeah, all of a sudden, right? Mm hmm. I mean, Sally threw a couple of nuggets out there a few weeks ago, and now all of a sudden he is like being given uh, Phyllis and Jack the side eye. Which at this point, we know that Jack got feelings, but it's just so rushed. Yeah, it it's is. It's so rushed. Y'all just threw some stuff together. Right. Mm, stupid. All right. Is that it for the Young and the Restless for this week? I believe so. Okie dokie. 
All right, girl. So let's move on to the second half of the show, which is the bold and the beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so we got two storylines this week. Um, the whole thing with Eric still dealing with ED and then Carter and Quinn, which today's episode, oh my goodness. And then, of course, this whole thing with, uh, with, um, Sheila, uh, Sheila, Steffi, and Finn. All I want to say before I get started is that I have to give a huge shout out, kudos, Emmy winning to Kimberlyn Brown. That girl can act her butt off. She can, yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, and the psychotic part of it, she does so well. Yes, this is like y'all needed to bring her on the show because I mean the stuff that y'all was doing, we lost we lost Zoe, she's gone, you know, and whatever this whole thing with, you know, with the affair between Carter and Quinn, yeah, okay, whatever. Brooke and Ridge is just Brooke and Ridge. So to throw Kimberlyn back into the mix playing Sheila, that girl, she's a beast. When it comes to her acting this part. Yes, she is. She plays the part very well. Yes, she is. And I mean, to actually literally when she get in her like hotel rooms and stuff, and she's talking to herself, mm-hmm. you know, that's got to be hard to do. But she's just a great actor. She pulls it off. She looks like she's going through something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is all stemming off of the whole thing where she shows up at the house unannounced, Steffi leaves out she passed out and now she ends up in the hospital and of course that's tapping into the emotion she thinks mm-hmm. of Finn and yes. of course Steffi's pissed she's like what that girl doing in my house again now you at the hospital. She faking. She playing you. She's manipulating you. And then, you know, of course, we saw her show that heart emoji to Steffi when he told her, I'm not talking to her no more, when he actually sent that emoji. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts about all that, girl? Um, well, like we said last week, Finn is naive. Mm-hmm. Is clearly isn't seeing the games that Sheila's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else to say. You know, everything that I said last week is still true this week. He's being played. He doesn't see it, and he's got to make a decision between if he wants to have a family with Steffi or if he wants a relationship with his mom because clearly, clearly Steffi is not budging. Exactly. Um, what I don't like, though, I, I don't like how Steffi treats him or talks to him. Correct. Because she is very controlling. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she said to him, I told you not to not I asked you I told you, like I didn't. I don't like that. Yeah, like she's talking to a child. Yeah, and Sheila pointed that out. She's she's treating you like 
she's she's treating you like your husband or whatever it was she said or she's mm-hmm. trying to control you or whatever it was that she said to um to Finn. Well, that's true. Um I don't know. I um it's so I feel like it's still a tough situation because I understand why Steffi hates her and doesn't want her anywhere near um Finn because she's afraid that she was gonna manipulate him, which she she has kind of. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time she's gotta she's gotta let Finn make his own choices. She can't give him ultimatums or force him Are you still there? Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. You kind of phased out a little bit. I was just saying she... I, I understand why she feels the way she, she... That she doesn't want her to... In her life. At the same time, she's got to allow Finn to make his own choices. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of... Instead of telling him what he's going to do. Right. I, I feel like that's a little demeaning. <laughs> it is. How she was talking to him. Yeah. Bro, I that was like crazy. That. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, okay, so let me ask you a question. Just say they worked something out where he, I mean, that Sheila could have on a supervised situation where she actually got to get take the time to get to slowly know him in a controlled situation with boundaries and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the fact that he put a hard stop, that only makes Sheila worse. Mm-hmm. So do you think this could have been handled better? I think it could have handled Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I think it would I think it would have been handled better. It could have been handled better on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, because the what Sheila's doing wasn't right either. Come walking into their house right. uninvited. Right. Just walking in their back door. Um but also again, Steffi could be a little more could try to be a little more understanding to Finn. Um, and his reasons for wanting to get to know his his, his biological mom, who whom he has never met before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and Finn could also be truthful about that instead of hiding the things that he was hiding. He he hit the fact that. Um, he sent that heart emoji to his mom. He didn't want Stephanie to know about that. Right. Um, he was going, he was probably also going to lie about allowing his mom to uh, come in their house and host their child when he thought that she was out of town. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody had some work to do in this situation. It wasn't just one person. Right. It was multiple people. There's multiple people. I mean, I I was not out. She don't, to me, this is just my thoughts. Because of how I seen her interact with Liam, 
And mm-hmm. this man just went workshop through her life. Mm-hmm. And to see how she moving with her now husband or whatever, Finn, there's a different level of respect that she has for that dude. Because it's like all these years, Liam could do whatever the, he wanted to do. Yes. Yes. But then this man, you control him and talk to him like a kid. Where was that energy and fire? And I think I said this last week. What was the energy and fire that you putting out on Finn that you should have done over the 12 years that you were going back and forth with Liam? Yes. Girl, I, that that's what made, you know, it's bad enough that she was talking to him like a child. But you can put your foot down with this dude because they make, and I hate that term, but if I had to describe what people use today, they make him feel like a simp. Mm-hmm. I you agree. Know, you know, and I, I only use it in this case because it's a, a fictional character. Any other person, I wouldn't use that on. But they making him look like you know, the definition of what a simp is supposed to look like. And he's taken, and I'm not saying he got to jump back and snap back at Steffi because that ain't right either. Right. But he needs to be like, I understand how you feel, but please don't talk to me like that. Exactly. Have He needs to, he needs to back. Yeah. You know, and, and Liam really didn't have a backbone either, but she let him wiggle and slide for so long but this man, you put a hard stop up against. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, I, I can't stand it. Because I'm I'm really, I'm a Steffi fan. You know, mm-hmm. and got to the point where, you know, when they brought Finn in, I'm like, oh, great. They bringing her this handsome dude. He's a doctor. She getting married. She finally got somebody that's not connected to Liam at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, okay, cool. I'm here for that. But then, you know, of course, all right, fine. Throw the Sheila thing in. Okay, cool. But how she operates with Finn versus how she was letting Liam just do whatever. No, man. I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I don't like it. I don't like like the way she she talks to him. No. Nope, and that's why I'm saying you got more respect from Liam who treated you like trash and this dude here, yeah, he screwed up. A lot of this got to do with the fact of his connection with his mother and you want to not even sign the marriage papers. Right. Like, come on. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling how they writing Steffi right now. I also thought it was stupid that Finn let Steffi go into Sheila's hospital room. And leaving by it herself. by herself? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, how much sense does this make, Finn? She hates Sheila. Why would you put her, let her go in the room by herself and talk to her mm-hmm. if you feel like she's in such a fragile state? That's the exactly. last thing you should have done. <laughs> and she was up in there screaming and hollering. Any other hospital, they'd be like, what the freak is going on up in here? Right. You know, and, I'm, I, and I, I get it. It's, it's TV. You know, they want to make it look a certain way and, you know, create the drama. Okay, fine. But why would you leave that girl up in there knowing that she can't stand that woman? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. It made zero sense. 
you know, what else? And then here go Paris. Paris a little little nosy, but trotting off to the hospital. Did you see how she did it, though? When she was in the office Mm -hmm. with Brooke and Ridge and even Zenday was there, she finds out, um, you know, that Finn and, and Sheila and all them at the hospital, and then she goes up there. Well, she says, oh, I have a, a, a phone call meeting to take. Mm-hmm. And she truck her little butt off to the hospital, thinking Steffi wasn't up there. Oh, I'm guess Steffi's not supporting you. I'm like, oh, God, why? Yeah. <laughs> yep, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are y'all doing this? That looks so tacky. Yeah. It's it's just not a good look to me. I hate it. You know. And 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 the thing is, is because what she come she came off of this holier than thou, you know, trying to read everybody morality and then what are you doing? And then the whole conversation again, because when uh, Zenday and her was in that room getting ready for putting a dress on somebody or whatnot, the conversation conversation, uh, switches on to where Zenday's like, man, it sounds like you got a crush on him. Right. I'm like, I don't know who's worse. It's like, is it you or is it Finn? Because Y'all just let these girls say this. Right, run run all over you. Just walk. I mean, and the thing is, this girl is clearly, clearly talking all this stuff about Finn in front of his face. And all you do is can laugh it off. Right. Girl, it's pathetic. Yeah. To and I I mean I get Zenday did it a little bit when he said somebody's developing a little crush. Mm-hmm. But I need somebody to, for real, call Paris out on that, on her inappropriate um, behavior when it comes to Finn. Well, that's the thing. It's because funny. if I'm going to see him at the hospital, then you're doing it because you know it's probably not okay. Because you don't want them to know that that's what you went and did. Exactly. But the thing is, with Zenday, you know, he gonna... Girl... It's not even realistic because it, most guys, if you're talking about some other dude about how great they are and how good they look and, oh, she's so lucky to have him and blah, 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 blah. Most guys going to be giving you the side eye. Especially when you're doing it more than once. She, that's, Go ahead. Talking to Zenday. Yeah. Especially hear since me? she's doing... Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hello? Hello? I can hear you now. Okay, I don't know what happened. I can hear you just fine. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, but for him to be doing that, it's just it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the reaction to it. Ooh, it sounds mm-hmm. like you got a little crush, and it's like, are you serious? Zendaya? Yeah, and I need you to be a little more a little more stern with her. That's your that's your cousin's husband. Or... Uh, yeah. 
You know, yeah, it's just, ugh, it's just not a good look at all. Mm-mm. So, I don't know. Sheila is now determined that you ain't seen the last of her yet. My thing is, what's next? Right. Now that Finn has told her, I don't want to see you again. Have a great life. Right. I think she going, she definitely going to throw Jack under the bus. Oh yeah, that that will come out for sure. I think, I think when that comes out, um, that's going to be another thing, another reason why he's got some type of sympathy for Sheila, is because mm-hmm. because he's going to feel like oh, you purposely yeah. all kept these years you purposely me. kept her from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't because she didn't want me. Yep. Because you slept with her and wanted to hide it and then bring this baby and raise it as your own. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Girl, I can't wait to that. Now, that's going to be explosive. Yep. What the force is going to think of them, they're going to be pissed with him because they're like, you part of this problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I don't see that that couple staying on the show long. They probably going to run them out of town. <laughs> Girl, shoot. The way the foresters are so pissed off with Sheila right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Yep. So, what else? Did you have anything else on that storyline? Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay, let's switch over to Eric. Eric is, oh my God, he is just so struggling. And he's been peeping around corners, listening to conversations. <laughs> I was actually thinking that Quinn was going to screw up. But she was like, no, I love my husband. I love him so much. I'm yeah. going to be here for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's been she's been sticking to that. I, I, I feel the same way you do. I thought after like maybe a, a week she was going to backslide to Carter like on her own. Well, we see what a storyline is going that's why they didn't do it right because we saw today's episode where it looks like he got a a decent proposal he putting on the table yes what do you think about that I think that he probably just should have left Quinn alone if he was going to if if this <clears throat> situation was going to make him this insecure to where now you're going to put a proposition like this on the table then you should have just left Quinn where she was at yeah I have never in the history of well it could have been because Soap's been on for as long as I've been alive but I've never seen the history of the Soap's in my own eyes, where they had this type of storyline, where, you know, um, he has ED, he realizes that his wife is, you know, needs pleasure. He can't do it. So the one dude that she cheated with, I'm going to bring him in and put this option on the table. Now, they didn't finish the ep- the scene, so I don't know it could be something different, but that's what it's hinting toward. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely, I feel like it's definitely what it is. 
And I'm wondering if you put a poll out there, if your husband couldn't satisfy you, but you don't want to get a divorce, if he says, I'm going to allow you to get pleasure as long as you come back home, would you be okay with that? I don't know. I'm wondering. I haven't seen any polls yet, but uh, that's, a you know, because the morality conscious side of things is like, that's cheating on my husband. Right. But the other side is some folks might look at that and say, um, well, he gave me permission to do it. Yeah, I guess it's it's basically you're having an open marriage. That's exactly what that is. It's an open relationship. Yeah. The problem is I think the issue is if they haven't had a romantic emotional connection, it might work and maybe not because people can build an emotional connection through that, right? Mm -hmm. But they already got that. Yeah. And they already profess love to each other. Right. How are they going to, you know, be able to separate that and say, I'm just here for satisfaction. I'm going back home to my husband. Are they going, as they continue to do that, that's got to build a connection between those two. Right. Uh, this, I, like I said, this is a storyline that I have. I've seen this maybe on Cinemax or something. <laughs> <laughs> not on daytime TV. Yeah. I, I think the fact that her and Carter are in love with each other mm-hmm. makes this a terrible like I know that there's a such thing as open marriages but if you're in love with another individual that open marriage is not going to work nope because somebody's going to get jealous yep absolutely when you got that heart to heart and mind to mind connection mm-hmm. that can go deeper than the 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes that you're doing the do. Right. You know, because that can stick around longer than the actual act. So what's going to happen is, okay, yeah, they sleep together one night, but they still seeing each other at work. They feel in some kind of way. They're looking at each other. They're remembering the last escapade. Yeah. I, Eric, is, oh, I, and you can't say tell a person that has ED they don't need to be in a relationship how do you deal with that yeah I I don't I feel like Quinn just needs to make the decision and say I love my husband enough to deal with his problems and sleeping with another individual is not gonna that's not gonna make me happier I would yeah, prefer to, just... to walk away from that because somebody told me today I was instant messaging they said this still could be a test yeah, that's true too. Now, only thing I would say, because here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever heard of these in-home parties from back in the day. And you know what I'm talking about, right? The the little parties. The yeah. key, like they put their keys or something in a bowl or something like no, that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the ladies' night out parties where you bring different things to enhance your relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, there are certain things that you can buy to when you're dealing with a partner with ED. So, 
I mean, I don't know if they want to go that far because, again, this is daytime TV to talk about things. Or maybe they could keep it clean in conversation and say, uh, uh, what's her name, Quinn? Quinn, go talk to somebody. And somebody say, hey, we have enhancements that you can use with your partner to mm-hmm. really get and without getting deep down and dirty 4 a.m. conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe they should go that route because having an open marriage, I'm curious on what the daytime fan base is going to think about that. It's definitely a different story. It's a, a different storyline. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> this is somebody that's married and you letting her step outside the marriage because you can't satisfy her. Mm-hmm. You giving her permission. And then you pick the dude. That's the other thing. It's not like he says, okay, maybe we can pick someone together, blah, blah, blah. He picked the dude that she cheated with. Right. And it happened to be one of your employees. That's your boss is asking you to sleep with his wife and satisfy her. Right. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a man. If they wanted to really open some eyeballs and wake up some folks, this particular episode today, I was like, no, they didn't. <laughs> Cause I Ooh. thought maybe like we thought that Quinn was going to slip up. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, she going to, she going to promise to be with her husband. I'm going to do you. And you know, her and Carter happened to mess up. Nah. This something totally different here. And when Quinn was like, what you call him over here for? You know, he's like, well, I need to tell you something. And I can't satisfy my wife. And you know what that means. And I got a request for you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting that. Nope. Yeah, me neither. So... I'm going to look into the Facebook groups and see what the temperature look like with some folks uh, and see what their thoughts are. I might put that poll out there. If if you were in a situation that your male significant other husband, boyfriend that you've been with for years can no longer perform and he tells you do A, B, C, or D, which one would you do? Just to get an idea of what folks would actually think about this storyline. So, yeah. We shall see, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then, yeah, and then I'm surprised he told. Do you think he should have went and told Ridge? Um, because Ridge and Brooke are still trying to figure why, figure this out. I don't know because I don't. It's I don't think it's their business. If he wants to tell him, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, because if if he wants to confide in his son mm-hmm. about his, you know, his relationship issues, I get it. But I don't think he need like he doesn't need to tell them. Okay. Okay. Unless it's just a case of I want him to get off my back about this, so I want to explain, you know, why Quinn and I had the issues we had when we broke up. Um, mm-hmm before and you know she wasn't she wasn't aware that I was going through this and I was pushing her away and this was why it wasn't because I didn't love her like I I get it if he wants to explain that to them so that they understand his 
decisions, but he doesn't owe it to him. Right. Well, that's true. He can continue to tell them to stay out of his business. He's going to do what he wants. Right. That's true. So, yeah, well, we'll definitely see where all this is going to go. I'm curious to find out what Sheila's going to do next. And this proposition that Eric looked like he's going to put on the table. What are these two going to do? Now, you say you saw something about a spoiler about a proposal from Carter? No, it was a. I saw the spoiler about what? About um, today. And, and I don't know if it was like if they knew for sure it was happening or maybe they read it in a um, one of those spoiler sites or whatever, but they talked about Eric proposing. Oh, okay, making this proposal you. to Air or um, Carter, Carter and Queen. Okay, got you. Okay, yeah, that's got you. Well, we're definitely gonna find out. Oh my goodness, yeah, this is mm-hmm. gonna be interesting. It is. It is. Okay, so do you have anything else with that storyline? Nope, I don't. Okay. All right. So that is pretty much sums up for the week of uh, September uh, 6th through the 10th. We still got one segment left, which is our flip the script for this week. And like I said at the top of the show, if there's a particular storyline or a um, particular scene that we we wish we could change, what would you flip in that script? So what do you got for this week? Um, for Y and R, oh my God, it just fell out of my head. What was my flip for Y and R? How did, oh, my, my Y and R flip was the, the situation with Phyllis and Jack and I already kind of yeah said it earlier, how she, she should have set boundaries with him after she found out that, um, Jack has some feelings for her. She she needs to set boundaries right then and there. Not not that she has to be nasty to Jack about it, but just so that there's an understanding that she I don't have those same feelings that you have. Um, maybe we need to spend a little time a, apart and give our friendship a, a break right now until you can get past those feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, my bold and beautiful flip is when Paris showed up to that hospital, um, Finn telling her this is this isn't the time like this is starting to get inappropriate i need you to leave right <laughs> yep there's nothing going on here that concerns you nope Mm-mm. um my young and the restless flip um i was going to say one thing this whole thing with um sharon and adam you know, I I honestly think that Adam should have gave Sharon a little pushback and say, I understand that you're concerned. I know I put some stuff on the table, but your husband was just here. He's not happy with how we moving around with each other. Maybe we could, you know, maybe you could have called me or talked to me on the phone. But coming in here, having to sit down close, private moment at my job, yeah, it's just... Mm-mm. That would have been mine. Um, mm-hmm. For Bold, uh, 
And I mean, at the end of it, meaning Finn said I had to make, I did have an answer for both of you all that I need to say. Okay, fine. He told Sheila to step off, but he also need to tell Steffi, you know what? I understand, you know, you pissed, you mad, whatever, but please give me some respect and understanding mm-hmm. when it comes to the situation. You don't talk down to me. You don't talk smirk to me. I'm not your child. Mm-hmm. I'm yours. Yeah. And he could have easily put that out without sounding demeaning or jumping back in her face because that wouldn't have been appropriate, like I said, either. But at least set some boundaries with her to say, look, I understand you pissed off, but please don't talk to me like that. I'm grown. Right. <laughs> I'm grown. I'm your husband. I'm not I'm not Hayes, okay? <laughs> right. So yeah. you got plenty of time to do that with our son, but not me. And he's yep. sitting up there looking at her like a deer in headlights every time she yell at him. I'm like, dude, come on. Right. Also, Zenday, I might as well throw him in there. Zenday too. Push back. Lily, push back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I have. So it was a good show. We, I told you, girl, all we got to do is wing it and we'll get through it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yep. So, and then now you got the whole weekend to do what you got to do. Yeah, which will be working. So that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's true too, girl. But I'm glad we were able to connect today. So I appreciate it. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, thank you guys every week for returning to listen to us recap and give our thoughts. We really appreciate it, all you guys across the globe. And so we're moving into the week of the 13th through the 17th next week. Again, I don't have a lot of, I don't have too many spoilers because they usually don't come out till Saturday. But um, that doesn't mean we got, we probably got a lot of good stuff next week. So until then, we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.